Welcome to Who's to Blame, the podcast. I'm your host, Dre Montez. We're being brought to you by The Weed Squad, St. Louis. Go to theweedsquad.com for more information or stop by their location at 8088 Watson Road. Also being brought to you by NextCore, powered by NextCore. This is my NextCore. Go to thenextcore.com for your virtual tour today. Well, the world of sports is pretty much scrambling eggs right now basically everybody's head scratching got some good movies that came out dave chappelle made an appearance somebody running their mouth in the nfl we have a lot to discuss today but first can we talk about the five bloods by spike lee i don't know what espn and spike lee knew about how to make everything relevant when it comes to these 30 for 30 and now these movies that are coming out through different streaming services. I don't want to spoil the movie for you, but if you have served in the military, if you have a best friend, if you have a group you hang out with, you need to watch this movie. It has everything in it you could possibly think of. And since it's Spike Lee, you know the music off the damn hook. Check it out. It's a really good movie. I immediately called like eight people in the military that I know. And we had start talking about the days we were in the military, whether it was boot camp or whether we were stationed together over in Pearl Harbor. I made a connection with some of my military brothers out there. And it, and it made me bring up the conversation. We need to get together. We need to I need to get together with my Navy fellows out there. We got to put something together soon, quick. And in a hurry, we do a lot of this. We need to get together soon since this Rona hit us. But actually doing it, I think we got to put something down on paper and make everybody commit to it. I'm going to reach out again. I'm going to do my part and talk to my cats in Memphis, California, down south and here in the Midwest. We're going to see if we can get together with the fellas and reminisce the good old days, because a military get-together is unlike any other get-together. It's not a family reunion. It's not a class reunion. It's a military men and women getting together to talk about the good times, the cookouts we used to have, the spades party, Sega Genesis time. That's what I mean. But check out that movie right there. My man Spike Lee did an outstanding job. So what if we do lose the current version of Major League Baseball? What does that mean? What does that actually mean if we lose this version of baseball? Because the way it's being done right now, I can honestly say this, who's to blame? We saw this before when baseball couldn't agree. When they went on strike 93-94 season, that was bad. Look at what they had to do to get the fans back. Look at what they had to do to get the game back. Is Major League Baseball willing to do that again? Because the current version of baseball pretty much fucking stinks. What the fans are saying, what I've been hearing is the number one thing, money. Money is the root of all evil. I wish we did not know how much athletes make. I wish they published how much money the fans make. Maybe then these athletes wouldn't be so fucking selfish. The owners wouldn't be so fucking selfish. Maybe we need to release that financial information. That'd be some fact-finding fun there. 
Say that nine times if you want to without having coffee. But that's where we're at. That's the first thing everybody said. That the hell with these athletes. They make enough damn money now, Dre. They're, pay, they're way overpriced. They're overpaid. Okay. I agree. I agree. All athletes overpaid, if you ask me. We play this game for fun. Somehow or another, we're playing a child's game and we're getting paid for it. We're getting paid for it. Negotiations are going through the roof. There's a ridiculous amount of money out there on the table for the players, for the owners, the workers. There's money all over the place. It's so easy to say, tell us when and where we're playing. That's that's real easy to say. It really is. But actually getting it done is going to take some finger pointing. It's going to be some furniture moving to get this thing done, whether it's Tony, Tony Clark, whether it's Rob Manfred or whether it's some of these player representatives that need to really get in a room together. The hell with the Rona. Put a mask on. Let's get this damn thing figured out. This is ridiculous. What's being said behind closed doors, what the media is saying, what is going on with baseball, and what the players are saying is going on with baseball. It's about money. The owners don't want to lose money, and the players don't want to lose any money. So how can this be done? If both of these guys don't want to lose money, how are we going to play baseball? I tell you how. We're going to cancel this fucking season. Watch. It's going to be done. It's a wrap. Instead of us talking about what the Boston Red Sox did, what the Houston Astros did to our game by cheating and taking advantage of it by electronics, we should be talking about that. Was the penalty big enough? No, it was not. They still got money. Give me all that money back you gave those players for winning the World Series with the Red Sox and with the Astros, and then maybe we can talk. We should be talking about the incredible story the Washington Nationals pulled off last year. With that record at halfway the season, you had no idea that team was going to win the World Series. But lo and behold, they woke up a sleeping giant. Pretty damn sad the way the Bryce Harper exit plan went, though. But that team, the Washington Nationals, did something that a lot of people forgot about. They played team ball. They played team baseball. And as a person that believes in that type of philosophy, that type of play style throughout the entirety of sports, you got me right now really on the edge of my seat wanting to see what the Nationals are going to do this year. Locally, I want to see my singles Cardinals are going to do. That record we had last year, I, hey, we lost to the World Series champion. I'll take that. I'll take that. I definitely will. But I want to see what did we learn in the offseason. What did the Cardinals learn about last season when the season would have started this year? I was looking forward to what they learned in the offseason. Really was. But now we got to play it out on Major League Baseball to show a video game through PlayStation 4, which I don't mind. But the pettiness between the owners and the players in the union, it must come to a halt. I feel like you have two kids that you told to go upstairs and clean their room, and all they're doing is fighting. And you got to go to the steps and yell upstairs, don't make me come up there. That's how I feel Major League Baseball is doing. Don't make us come up there. You've already told us we can't go to the game. We're, we're, okay, we're fine with that. Then you're getting creative on how you're going to give us the game with the different content that's out there, as we've been seeing whether you're a KBO fan or not, Korean baseball organization. I'm looking forward to seeing Major League Baseball. But now it seems we got to watch highlights, old reels, 
relive history that way. Have our baseball season that way. I tell you what, fans, we're on our own. We all we got. Because the players and the owners seem to have forgotten a very important thing. The fans. Who's to blame? Thank you again to the great sponsors in Bell Vegas. Speaking of Bell Vegas, on September 27th, we will be at Dog of Boney on North Bell West for Small Business Saturday. Recognizing small business throughout the area. Need that support. Be going on from 11 to 3. Food trucks, music. It's going to be a lot of fun. Get your swag on. And you get a poor 322 coffee located at 322 East Main. Rogers Place. Tavern on Main, Margarita's on Main, the Lincoln Movie Theater, as well as Seven Bar and Seven Sushi Bar, Cosmic Comics and Collectibles, and Bigfoot Comics, R&R Services, SIP, Southern Illinois Independent Placement. Don't forget to get caught up on the latest episodes of the podcast. You can go to a different podcast platform. You can go to Anchor or SoundCloud, or you can go to Who's to blame.com to get caught up on the latest episodes of Who's to Blame. Also on the social media platforms, we have a page on Facebook, Who's to Blame, Instagram, Who's to Blame the Podcast, and Twitter at W2B Draymond Tez. We're on YouTube as well, Draymond Tez. We got to put up a little bit more creative videos, but go ahead and subscribe to that because we're trying to get up to a thousand followers on YouTube right there. Well, stick with this baseball. Great job, ESPN, on the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa story. I'm starting to think and believe 1998 may have been the best year in sports. It may have been the the best year in sports. I'm, I'm thinking about it and thinking about it. 98 was that shit. 98 was even probably one of the best years in softball for me. That was probably my best season that 97. I say 96, 97, and 98. Fresh out the military, I got something to show you. Let me, let me get that body out there. That was probably that. But honestly speaking, looking at that 30 for 30 with McGuire and Sosa, I wanted to see if I would find out something I didn't know. I didn't. Everything I saw and I already knew about, but it was still good to see that. I saw a couple of police officers I know from the work of the Cardinal games down there. They look quite different back then. <laughs> the fans, oh, man, Cardinal fans hold a special place in my heart. Working the games all the time and talking to them before, after, and during games and really, really getting to know a few of them on a personal level. It felt good watching that Cardinal nation act the way they did doing the home run chase in the record-breaking season for what was probably one of the greatest one-two punches in home run chase in history. A lot of people want to say the what if of King Griffey. You know, it just wasn't time right there. But don't take away from what Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa did. It was fun. It was fantastic. But there was a price to pay. You know, I wish Bud Selig was somewhere around. I wish we could have got a few words from him about this because this was all part of his idea. We, we got to figure out a way to get the fans back. We got to figure it out. Hey, uh, we hear some guys are taking steroids. Well, I don't know what that's going to do for the game, but let's just sit back and see if it helps the game. And it did help the game. But then everything came down like crazy. 
the players that were implemented in this, the players that said they had nothing to do with it, the, the players that turned the other cheek, so to speak. <laughs> I'm thinking of that reference because Jose Canseco and uh, Roger Clemens were shooting each other in the ass, allegedly. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's why I met with this whole thing. So you think Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred are going to work on something even more worse than letting drugs and steroids and electronic gambling in the game to get the fans back? What more could baseball do now? What could they do? What possibly could they do now? I mean, that 98 season was incredible. Hearing the rumbling from the media, reading different publications, hearing about the hint of the word steroids, finding out about Andrew Steendale, all those things were like new to everybody. You know, people were doing their work. But as everybody says, you still got to have the ability to hit the ball. You still got to bring that. You got to have some baseball IQ in you. I don't give a damn what you take. You got to have some baseball technique or instincts in you. There's no way a super drug can make you hit better, make you run faster if you can't already play ball. There's no impossible. What they did was deem wrong in the eyes of baseball. Hey, I, I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm not saying it was right. I know a few people that have roided up a little bit to play ball. Did it work for them? I don't know. But it did some crazy things to their body in the end. How's that working out for you? But there's still testing coming in from the guys that were part of this over 10 years ago, and they're still doing research what this actually does to the athletic body when you can't take it no more, when it's not a part of your everyday cycle or system anymore. So what could they possibly do now? I mean, the pitchers are already striking out people left and right. So what they're going to talk to these amazing pitchers out there and say, hey, toss a softball up there and let these guys hit it out the ballpark. Because we all know chicks dig the long ball. Slam a lamb a ding dong. I don't want it to go that way. I want, in a perfect world, I can see Major League Baseball getting together this Sunday on Father's Day. And they're going to hash this thing out and come Monday breaking news, Major League Baseball set to go July 22nd. Players get their money. Owners get their their money. Let's get this thing underway. Enough time has been wasted. And after they do this, I'm going to say, hey, I told you so. But I, I told you so. Speaking of, I told you so. NFL, I can't let you off the hook. Baby. I thought social media and the NFL would be totally different than the NBA. It's not. These guys get in their feelings so quickly. They get in their feelings like a 15-year-old. These are professional athletes, and their behavior on social media is unconstitutional. <laughs> I think some of these guys should get fined. If you're a current athlete right now about to go into pros and making that decision about the pros, if you know somebody like that, tell them do not go on social media. Just get a team account. Don't comment on nothing. Just just be you, because some guys can do it, others can't. You really think that if you test positive for coronavirus and you're a professional athlete that we're not supposed to know and not going to find out, you're a damn idiot. What do you mean, who'd leak? 
I mean, who leaked the information that you tested positive for Corona? Wouldn't you want people to know that you have? Who wants to keep that a secret? I mean, some things I get that you don't want nobody to find out about early, like your contract negotiations and things like that. Who you're dating while you're still married, shit like that. But if you have the Rona and you're a professional athlete, I hate to tell you, buddy, we're going to find out. That's not doing nobody leaking shit. We're going to find out. <laughs> it's something you just... <laughs> Some things you can't make up. Like there's a movie that I saw on my five day, five movie day watching Saturday. It's called Infamous. Young lady, teenager, wanna wanna get wild out here in these streets. Talks to her older boyfriend of getting wild out here in these streets. But she's a social media fanatic. Everything she does is for social media. So they start robbing the weed dispensaries. And going live, she's going live with this. It gets to the point that's all she wants is the attention from social media. And it is to the point like, wow, <laughs> that I can't believe that someone actually is committing crimes, putting it on social media and getting, I guess, adrenaline rush from all the likes. There was a scene in there. They had done done a crime in a few days, and she was mad that she was getting negative comments on her social media page. So she goes out and robs a store by herself, ends up killing a cop. Check it out. It's called Infamous out there. Speaking of Infamous, something came out through social media last week that has created an outroar, an uproar, an outrage. A family discussion. You got folks really saying how they're going to pull this off. I'm talking about the PlayStation 5, kids. Yeah. You got folks right now making a financial business decision on if they're going to get this gaming console when it comes out. But you got to think long and hard about this, how video games have changed Earth. Yeah, I said Earth. Everybody is using a gaming console or controller. Blew my mind when I found it out. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm a gamer myself. But this PlayStation 5, have you seen this thing? This is not for kids. If anyone under the age of 25 gets a PlayStation 5, we're in trouble. This is not something that a child should have. This is a grown person device. If you buy a child this, you better be doing something remarkable academically in grade school, middle school, high school, or college if your parents buy this for you. If your baby daddy buy this. If your side dude buy this. He, he, may, he may be able to do it. The side dudes can buy the damn game. Let's just all say that. Side dudes and side chicks are allowed to buy the gaming system for you. Just keep that in mind. Write that down. That don't mean go out here and get you one and get in trouble and say, well, Dre told me to get a side piece. No, I didn't. <laughs> but this thing here, man, this PlayStation is different. I stood in line for the very first PlayStation. I stood in line for PlayStation 2. I stood in line for PlayStation 3. PlayStation 4, I did not stand in line. 
But this here is totally, totally, totally different to me right here. It definitely is for sure. <laughs> but I'm looking at this thing right now, and I'm saying to myself, I think it's worth it. Now, if they do the right type of trade-in, I don't know if I ever trade in my PS4, but that's sentimental value. That, that, that's a story. Behind every video game, there's a story on how you got it, when you got it, where you at. It, there's a story behind that. You know, this is a, this is not a, a child's game anymore. This is adult gaming systems out there right now. So whoever gets one. It's going to be talked because it comes out November 20th, I do believe. That's going to be the day, the day to get out there. That may be a line that day. I don't know if I'm going to order it online because I swear I let somebody come on the porch. It's capping time. You touch that You touch that package. That's what she said. It's going to be some fight. There's going to be some furniture move. But right now, the PlayStation 5 is looking like it's all systems to go. With your boy Dre Montez right there. Thank you again to the great people in St. Louis, the sponsors there in downtown. Patio's got my man CJ the barbecue man. You can get his dry rubber barbecue sauce at your local grocery or store, as well as Game Six Honky Tonk Joint, BB's Jazz Blues and Soups, Historic Sioux Art, All State Insurance. Thank you to Jim and Julie Price, Great Grizzly Bear, The Wood Shack, Hammerstones. Ninth Street Deli at Howard's, Physique Fitness, Electric Cab in North America, ECAP, Ballpark Shuttle, STL, A Always Towing. Getting y'all taken care of right there. Again, small business, get out there and support. Don't forget on the social media platforms of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to hit the hashtags and where to take you right to the sponsors and you can see. All these amazing small business owners have been doing right there. Speaking of doing, is the NBA in trouble? Is the NBA in trouble? I don't give a damn about a ping pong table. I don't care where your family members are allowed to come or not. You know, we're going to treat this the way this should be treated. Men going to Disney to play basketball, but something has been thrown a wrench into the socket. Players are saying, hey, wait a minute, I don't think this is a safe thing to do here. What about my safety? What about my family? What about my kids? What about me? So you're going to have some players taking a stance that may play, may not play. That's okay. The commissioner said, we'll get somebody to take your place. It's not a problem. But here's the problem that's going to occur. If enough big-name players step out, this is going to affect the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement. This is going to put the NBA owners in a position to really fuck up with players. So, you player union, you player reps out there that don't know what you're about to do. You need to read the fine print of what's going on. There's nothing wrong with sticking together in the brotherhood of sports and you're trying to get your point across. I understand that. But do not put yourself in quicksand, young people. Don't do it. These, these CBAs pr protect you to a certain point. And then after that, we get a decision and a discussion at that time where, hey, wait a minute now. Are we sure we want to do this? Is the season that important? I think sports as a whole is important right now because of the money situation. The owners are losing money, big time. The players haven't spent a damn dime, but they're not making any money, but they want to play ball. 
Unlike Major League Baseball, I think the NBA has an advantage right now since they already have a plan. They have an agenda. They have the policies and procedures in place on what they're going to do. But now you have a few players to the saying, hold up, wait a minute. Am I sure I want to do this? It's an honest thing. and This is a pandemic. This is a health scare. This is something that we've never, ever dealt with. You don't know if cleaning it with this or not, taking it this, quarantining you here. How sure are we that this is going to work? And what if two, three players get it? They're going to play, what, eight to ten games and then start a 22-team playoff? So everything has to be right according to the player going into this situation, which I understand. Will this halt the NBA season? I think we're at a point right now with Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL may have to sit down and start up in 2021. And then we're left with college football to get us through the winter. If we have winter with no sports, no football, if we have no football, college and pro, this is going to be rough. This is good. No counseling could help out there. No counseling. No. Domestic violence would be on the rise like in the 70s again. Kids would be kicking out the house left and right. This would be serious issues if we have no football. I think we're pretty much good on baseball. This NBA, I don't I don't know what Kyrie has done. I, I, I think Kyrie done fucked up again. This football situation, though, that's a this safety thing is huge. To these kids that are in college, you got their parents still voicing their opinion about their kids. You got the college athletics department talking about it. You got the medical staff in college talking about this. Everybody got the rabbit ears out right now. Are we going to get this thing right? Can we get this thing right done in a timely manner that makes sense to the fans? Of course. The players? Of course. And the league? Everybody has to be on board with this thing. And I don't think everybody is on board the way they should be. I wish we could get a show of hands from the NBA, Major League Baseball, who really wants to play, who really want to get out there and play. Then I want to show the hands of the guys who just want to say, hey, you know what? Drama sit this one out. I'll be back next year. That's a bad ordeal to have. Because of these unions and the CBA, it's going to get bad. As Major League Baseball tried to tell us in 1974, 1975, how today's athlete is going to look from that point on. I've had a few conversations with some older people about baseball and about football. A few of them have been on point over at the office lounge here in downtown Belleville. Great, great minds over there. Not everybody thinks alike, but everybody has their opinion. And one young man, I'm going to call him Bob. My man Bob told me, why doesn't baseball just have a flat fee across the board for everybody? Make it incentive-based. You you make the all-star team. Boom, you get this. You lead the league in home runs. You get this. That way, there's no no denying who should get all the money. It's going to be the best player. But it won't be no 500 damn million dollars. I tell you that. <laughs> that right there is going to be something to see on how this money gets figured out in Major League Baseball. 
and how this whole NBA thing is going to get done now that some of the players are speaking out. It's going to be something to watch and follow. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning into today's show. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget to visit the website, who's to blame.com. Grab you some swag. Make a donation if you like. Or if you'd like to do some marketing and advertising with us, you can email us at moredraymontez at gmail.com. In the words of my great grandpappy, if your back pockets are touching, that means you have no ass at all. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.